G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We live in a world saturated with sexuality. Every other billboard, the television, even on the radio, and the sad underbelly of all this so-called sexual freedom is that many, many people are living with the shame and the pain of promiscuity. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program today as we take a look at purity from a different perspective. Seems that these days, doesn't matter how hard we try, sexuality is constantly thrust before our eyes and under our noses. Now, don't get me wrong, I have a very simple view about sex. God invented it, it's good, it's great. But the role of our sexuality, apart from the obvious thing of of keeping the human race going by bringing babies into the world, is to bring a husband and a wife into a level of intimacy so wonderful that there aren't enough words to describe how wonderful it is. But because sex sells... It's used in the media to such an extent that you can't walk down the street without having an image of a, a barely clad young woman advertising some product on a billboard shoved in front of your face. And it doesn't seem to matter how carefully we choose the media content we view, we're still going to see it. The other night, I was watching a documentary about one of the Apollo moon landings back in the early 1970s, and, and even on that... Turns out that in the checklist strapped to one of the astronauts' arms up there on the moon, one of his colleagues had inserted a picture of a naked woman, and that was flashed up on the TV screen. And here's the thing. With, with all of this, turns out that in this world where sex is a commodity, what's happening is that particularly for men, they've been placed in a situation where their sexuality is being played for commercial gain. Last week, and again this week on the program, we've been looking at overcoming stubborn sin once and for all in our lives. And one of the most stubborn sins of all is sexual immorality. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, here it is in a nutshell what I believe that God's word, the Bible, says about our sexuality. Basically this, that human sexuality is a part of God's design for humanity, and as such, physical intimacy is a beautiful gift from him, but the only proper expression of his gift is exclusively between one man and one woman who've been joined together as husband and wife in the lifelong bond of marriage. And people who continue in sexual immorality outside that plan, whatever its form, will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those aren't my ideas. That is clearly, clearly what God says through what I believe to be his word, the Bible. Now, I think that one of the biggest issues in this world today is pornography. So many men are caught up in sexual immorality. They're married. They want to be faithful to their wives. But with the internet now available 24 by 7, the temptation is simply too great for many. And so they're caught up in a cycle of addiction and shame that spirals ever downward. It actually robs them of the the beautiful intimacy that God had planned for them with their wives. It substitutes a poor imposter for the real thing. And you know what else? 
Because they're carrying the burden of hidden shame around in their hearts, it robs them of the power that God has for their lives, the power to make a difference for God in this world. That's why this particular form of addiction is so insidious. There was an article recently in a Christian magazine that caught my eye. The article was called The Elephant in Your Pew. Here are some sobering statistics. Over 50% of all men are addicted to pornography. Over 82% of males between the ages of 15 and 28 have intentionally and deliberately sought out pornography in the last three months. 82%. A man who's campaigning to help men addicted to pornography, Pastor Steve Davies, looks at it this way. He says, we are at war. And pornography is Satan's number one weapon against men to destroy their walk with Christ. Scary, isn't it? So how do we overcome this most stubborn of sins? If you're a man addicted in this cycle of pornography, how can you overcome it? If you're a woman who's living through the pain of her husband's addiction to pornography, how can you be part of him overcoming it? They're tough issues. And perhaps there's the odd person squirming at this. And maybe you're tempted right now to turn the radio off. But but God's word speaks into every situation. And this sin is no different. For the man who's caught up in this most stubborn of sins, the first thing he needs to understand is this. That Jesus came to set you free from every sin. And this sin is no different. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Anyone who has put their faith in Jesus Christ has been rescued from that power of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of Jesus. And this scripture too, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. So here's the first thing. This man caught up in pornography is entitled to believe that something has happened, that sin no longer has dominion over him. And whilst it may take a little while to overcome this addiction, my friend, the power of sin is broken because God has applied his grace to you in this very situation. This has already been dealt with on the cross of Christ once and for all. The power of sin has been broken. So instead of approaching this addiction with, with a sense of failure, you can approach it knowing that the deal is already done. Success is guaranteed. And every time the devil whispers doubt into your heart, my friend, stand on God's word. The second thing is getting really practical about what you look at and where your mind wanders. Proverbs chapter 5 is a powerful part of God's word for anyone caught up in a cycle of pornography addiction. In particular, verse 8 says this about seduction. Keep your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. It is so easy in this world saturated with sexuality to let one image, one unintended and unfortunate encounter be the trigger for the addiction. Keep away. In other words, don't put yourself in places where you're going to be trapped. And when temptation does come your way, don't go to the door of her house. In other words, guard your eyes, guard your mind, guard your heart and stay away. Don't Take one step. Don't go there. Any man knows that there is a line that he can step over, allowing his mind to wander into places where it shouldn't go. And that wandering ultimately conceives sin. Thirdly, you men who are married, flee. Flee into the arms of your wife. She is the real thing. She is God's perfect 
provision for you. And as I said earlier on the program, God's plan for exclusive intimacy between one man and one woman who are yoked together for life through thick and thin is so utterly wonderful. It can never, never be replaced by an imposter like pornography. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1-5 to tells husbands and wives, commands them to be intimate physically with one another. Go and read it for yourself. It's all there. It's God's plan. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Finally, to you men who are addicted to pornography, let me say this. And this is going to perhaps be the hardest thing of all. You need to be accountable to your wife if you're married and to other men. It's time for us to go beyond the shame and look for solutions. God's plan is to set men free from this addiction. It is the most stubborn of sins because it's hidden. Bring it out into the open, bring it out into the light, and as much pain as it may cause in marriage, that's the place where healing can begin. And if you're a wife, hurt though you may be by this infidelity and adultery, because that's what it is, here is my counsel to you. Forgive him and be part of the solution. Love him, hold him, and the Lord your God will use you as his instrument to heal this man whom he has entrusted to you. Love hurts sometimes. This is one of those times. But the prize, the prize is worth it. My prayer is that today's message has been a mighty blessing to you. And actually, millions of people's lives are touched and transformed each week through a different perspective right around the globe. God's Word is alive and active. Amen. But that's only possible through the generous support of friends like you. In fact, each dollar that you give today will grow to reach nearly 3,000 people with a gospel message. And that's incredible. And that means that your gift today of just $35 will touch over 100,000 people with the good news of Jesus. So let me encourage you to give a generous tax-deductible gift of support to Christianity Works today. You can give securely at ChristianityWorks.com or by calling us on 1300 722 415. And when you do get in touch, please don't forget to request your free copy of that life application book that I've been telling you about, Holy Spirit Power. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 415. Hey, thank you so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.